0: Today unlocked on, on Anaheim Ducks, Anthony Stolars. Oh, uh that that's it. That's the intro on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN or TLOPN. Yeah, not much more has to be said. That could be the entire podcast. I could sit here for 20 minutes and just repeat Anthony Stolar's name every ten seconds, and that could be the whole podcast. Uh, No, I'm I'm just screwing with you. Welcome to Locked on Anaheim Ducks brought to you by rockauto.com which has all the parts your car will ever need. I'm your host Jason J.D. Hernandez covering hockey for over a decade and lucky me getting to cover the San Diego goals because I've got to cover Anthony Stolarz before. But anyway, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever podcasts can be heard. All right. So, a funny thing happened on the way to the SAP Center yesterday, where the Ducks had a couple of trades take place, which I talked about on yesterday's podcast. So, go back and listen to that if you have not already, as the Ducks had a couple moves made before the Sharks game. As far as goalie, Anthony Stolarz, it was his day. Alright, so they gave John Gibson the day off. It was Stolle in goal and Miller backing him up. So you figure, okay, so Stolle's in net. 6-6, big guy. He's come up big before. What could happen, right? They're playing the Sharks, who are also kind of tanking. So really, what could go wrong for the Sharks? What could go wrong for the Ducks? Or rather, what could go right for the Ducks? Let's pick things up right at the start. Only two minutes into the game. Two. One, two. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, can <laughs> two minutes into the game, and already the Ducks have a goal. Oh my gosh! It's Max Comtois with his twelfth goal of the season. I'm sorry, the team leading twelfth goal of the season, on assists from Manson, who could have been traded, and the Elite One C, Derek Grant. Yeah, the Elite One C is back. How do you like them apples? Oh, I'll I'll wait. Anyway, so that made it one nothing Ducks. And then, oh, wait, that was a power play. But then nothing happened there because it's the Ducks, and they're the 31st ranked power play in the National Hockey League. There are only 31 teams. You know what that means. They're last. But it didn't matter because right after that power play <laughs> lapsed, the Ducks scored yet another goal. Now, this one was weird. It looked like an own goal. I thought it was an own goal. The Ducks TV broadcasters had it as an own goal. But Alexander Volkov just got enough of that puck to make it count for his fifth of the season. That made it 2 nothing Ducks right away. On is from Captain Carrick. I'm sorry. I, I should say this. I call him Captain Carrick because the actual Captain Ryan Getzloff was not playing. Just a little bit banged up. Should be back on Wednesday. So guess who was the captain? No one. But I call him Captain Carrick because he is the captain of the San Diego Gulls. So Captain Carrick and Nick Delorier. Hey, that's, that's my boy's favorite player, Nick Delorier. That made it 2-0. Then just four minutes after that, Volkov did it again. Ooh, imagine that. It was his second of the game, and it was 3 nothing Ducks just like that. 12 minutes into the game, the assists went to Adam Henrik and Jacob Larson. Oh yeah, now that some demon have been traded, we're going to see a lot more of Jacob Larson, but this is a tank city anyway, so what does it matter, right? After it was 3 nothing, it was all Sharks from there. All Sharks as far as shot attempts, puck possession, all that stuff, having the power plays, it was all, all Sharks. The shots began to go in favor of San Jose. But in that first period, the Ducks were kind of the aggressors on this one. Kind of, not so much. The shot attempts were only 23-17 in favor of the Sharks. That's not so bad. Even strength, the Ducks had the advantage. The Sharks put on a slew of shot attempts, On that first power play the Sharks had. But guess who pulled through? Anthony Stolarz. Who summoned the powers of Gritty. He pulled through in the first period. Then he pulled through again. At the start of the second period. Because the Ducks found themselves a man down. Once again. And guess who pulled through? Once again. It was Anthony Stolarz. Look at this total. Shots on goal. In that period were 19 to 4 in favor of the sharks. 19 to 4. The shot attempts were 29 to 7. Let me repeat that. 29 to 7 shot attempts in the second period. Uh, can you tell that the ducks kind of took their foot off the gas more than a little bit in the second period? And I know what you're gonna say: oh, the ducks don't play a full 60 minutes. At least they had a 3-0 lead, but they should not play like this because they could have easily lost that 3-0 lead unless they're willingly tanking. And maybe they're saying, hmm, maybe we can get a draft. Oh, wait, no. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, we're just going to let the Sharks shoot everything on net, and we'll leave it up to our goalie. Leave it up to Stoli. Guess what? Stoli was in the zone. He stopped every single one of those shots. High danger chances. I kid you not, 9-1 to one in favor of the Sharks. 9-1, 9-1, what is that? That is awful defense by the Ducks. I mean, they gave up Yanni Hockenpah, who's at least pretty decent at defense. They gave up Ben Hutton, who's okay at defense. You give up those two, you plug in a couple others, and what happens? What do you think is going to happen? They're just going to allow shot after shot after shot after shot. I could keep going, but I'm not. So instead, we have Jacob Larson in the game. And we had Andy Walensky in the game. In the first pairing with Cam Fowler. Walensky was the top defensive pairing. We're going to see this for the rest of the season. Well, maybe not. Because at least the Ducks have Flurry coming in on defense. So Larson could go out. I doubt it. Or Walensky could go out. More than likely. Okay, great. So let's go to the third period. What happened there? Guess what? The Ducks extended their lead. They kind of started off the period just with shot after shot. They started off as kind of the aggressor. And then three minutes into the third period, Ricard Raquel, his eighth of the season. Guess who got another point? Max Comtois. And guess who got his first assist of the season? That is Andrew Agazzino. Double Z got an assist on that one. That made it 4 nothing Anaheim in the third period. And then the Ducks just completely stopped shooting the puck. After that, it was pretty much all San Jose. All San Jose. They started getting shot after shot. Stoly kept piling up shots. Okay, he kept piling up saves. He got to 35, 36, 37. And by the way, the people at SAP Center were a little bit behind on counting shots. So the shot counters were... We're going up only steadily. You thought the second period was bad. The third period was almost as bad. It was 29-7 shot attempts in the second in favor of San Jose. 26-10 to 10 in favor of San Jose in that third period. And most of the Ducks' 10 shot attempts were in the first few minutes of the period. And really, the rest of them were at the m- midway point. After about the 9-minute mark, you know how many shot attempts the Ducks had? Zero. They had zero shot attempts on the last 10 minutes of the game. Can you tell they were completely relying on Anthony Stolarz and he showed up big. He stopped every shot, including the last two power plays for San Jose. Nothing got through. It was a 46-save shutout. At the time, it was a 44-save shutout, but the Sharks were still behind in counting shots because there was a ton of them towards the end. Your final score is 4-0 Anaheim. And yeah, Volkov got two goals. That's all great. But the story was Anthony Stolar's, the power of gritty. We'll talk much, much more about Anthony Stolars after the first intermission, but first let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Maybe you need car parts for a Toyota, a Ford, a Chevy, whatever you have. Rockauto.com has the parts for you. They are family-owned and operated for over 20 years. And hey, guess what? They are half the cost of the big box stores. Why pay full price when you could pay half of that and have it shipped right to your front door? If you go on to rockauto.com right now in the how did you he hear about his box? Tell them that Locked On sent you. Once again, that's rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, and coming up after the intermission, it's going to be all about Anthony Stolarz. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to the Anthony Stolars appreciation hour from the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason JD Hernandez. All right, we're just, you know, having a little bit of fun here because Anthony Stolars broke a franchise record. He broke a Ducks record. Let me explain. So, before the game actually ended, he was sitting at what we thought was 42. So I started looking at the record books. Shutouts. Okay. Most saves in a shutout. Okay. There's been some 50s for other teams. How about for the Ducks? The record was 45. Two others have done it. And then we got to 44. And we said, okay, so he got one off. Then they said we needed to add one right at the end of the game, which I thought would happen. Like I wasn't completely sure on the 44, but I tied it out anyway because it was rushed. So 45 at the time we thought he had tied the record. And then five minutes after the telecast ended, we saw, oh, by the way, make that 46. Which means that Anthony Stolarz has a franchise record for most saves in a shutout. So the other two that he just passed. Dominic Roussel, December twenty second, 1998 at the Colorado Avs, 45 saves. Then Jonas Hiller, remember that? Jonas Hiller. December 20th, 2010 at Boston. Also 45 saves. And then Anthony Stolarz last night at San Jose. 46 saves. Notice that all of those took place on the road. (laughs) So then I had to go even further. The most saves in a shutout at home was 42. And that was Gibson. But 46 saves. 46. That's amazing. Congratulations to Anthony Stolarz, and I got to give my props to Stoli for this entire segment because, frankly, he deserves it. I have spent the last year and a half shouting his praises, saying he should be the backup goaltender of the future. This proves it. Anthony Stolarz has spent the better part of the last maybe six or seven seasons in the minor leagues. He had five seasons with the Lehigh Valley Vantoms. And the Philadelphia Flyers. He had some great performances with the Phantoms. He's had three shutouts, all with Lehigh Valley. But his last shutout, his last shutout, you got to go all the way back to January 29th, 2019, when he was a member of the Philadelphia Flyers and he got a 38 save shutout at Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. So that's the last time that Stoli had a shutout up until last night. His previous three shutouts before that were all with Lehigh Valley in 2017 and 2014-2015. So we're going to the way back machine with this one. As a matter of fact, all of those ones took place in 2015. Oh boy, that is a long, long time ago. In fact, I could probably list off... All of the shutouts that Stolle's ever had in the minor leagues. There's only been three. The last one in the minors was November 2nd, 2016 at Hartford. So against the Wolfpack. And then before that, his first season in the pros, he got two shutouts. One of them was November 21st, 2014 against the Worcester Sharks. And then... December 19th, 2014 against the Hershey Bears. That was a 32 save shutout. A 36 shutout was the first one. And the one after that, the last one at Lehigh Valley, was a 33 save shutout. But 46 saves. That's the most shot attempts he's seen since his days at Lehigh Valley. Where he saw 48 shots, saved 44 of them at Springfield. So... This is kind of new ground for Stolarz. He's never seen this many shots, but he hasn't had that many starts with the Ducks because Ducks fans should be used to this by now. We're used to seeing a ton of shots against the Ducks, and last night was no exception. The total shots he saw was 46. The total shot attempts he saw was 78. Can you believe it was 78 shots? Can you can you believe that? You probably can't, can you? No. Yeah. 78 to 34. They more than doubled up on the Ducks as far as shot attempts. The Ducks had 17 shot attempts in the first period and 17 the following two periods. Yeah, they really, really took their foot off the gas last night. They shouldn't have. But hey, we wouldn't have this amazing moment with Anthony Stolars. Oh, high danger chances 24 to 11 in favor of the Sharks. Are you kidding me? The Ducks had 11 high danger chances. 8, <laughs> eight <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. 8 of the 11 shot attempts were in the first 17 minutes of the game. The other 43 minutes, they had 3. 3 high danger chances. That was it. That is that's as laughable, guys. It really is. Oh boy. And Stolars stopped every single high danger chance high danger attempt. He was moving laterally with precision. He lunged when he had to, but didn't do it too much. He remained calm. He remained big on net and you ought to when you're what? Six, six. Yeah, he's six, six dude is tall. Even getting to meet him up close, even at the, even the first time I met him, I thought, wow, oh, this guy's tall, but he's just one of the coolest characters you can ever meet. And you know what? I'll talk a little bit more about Anthony Stolarz on the Anthony Stolarz Appreciation Hour. But first, a word from betonline.ag, which is your trusted online sportsbook. They have every sport that's on right now, including MLB. Hey, look at that. The Angels are in first place. The Dodgers are off to a fast start. Hey, we could have a crash. I'm, I'm kidding. It's only 10 games in. But the Angels off to a hot start. Dodgers returning champions they're looking pretty good so far so MLB is in full swing you have the NBA going on right now and of course the NHL is winding down so go to betonline.ag right now use promo code locked on I'm sorry yeah promo code locked on we'll get you a 50% welcome bonus so if you deposit 200 on your first deposit you'll get an extra 100 dollars once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. We'll continue the love fest for Anthony Stolars after the second intermission. Stay locked in. Welcome back to the Anthony Stolarz Appreciation Podcast, care of the Locked on Anaheim Ducks podcast presented by rockauto.com. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez and in case you missed it, Anthony Stolarz now has the single game record for most saves in a shutout with 46 and this happened last night at the Shark Tank. Let's Talk a little bit more about Anthony Stolarz. For those of you that are curious, he is signed for two more seasons under contract, and then he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Over the next two seasons, he'll be making nine hundred and fifty thousand per season. For those that missed it a while back, he signed a two-year extension, two years at one point nine million dollars, so that's nine fifty k per season. This season, he's only making 750k, but his minor's salary is a bit lower than that. And also, I was talking to my buddy, a uh, friend of the program, formerly of Locked on Angels, Taylor Blake Ward. So he called me last night and wondered, wow, where did this come from? Anthony Stolarz. Well, yeah, yeah, we've seen this from him before, where he said, yeah, you know what, this is familiar. Yeah, you're damn right it's familiar, because at least Taylor does watch some of the minor league games. And by the way, quick shout out, and Taylor reminded me of this, is that Anthony Stolars? he's a product of the London Knights of the OHL, but more importantly, he's a UNO product. As in the University of Nebraska-Omaha. Yeah, who, who saw that coming? Not a whole lot of NHL players make it out of the University of Nebraska-Omaha. But hey, props to him. Props to this guy, a former New Jersey hitman former London Knight, former Phantom. This guy deserves all the praise. And I've been speaking his praises for years. For years. And his time has come. Give him some more starts, Anaheim. I would say rest Gibby a little bit more this season. Don't burn him out this season. Save him for next season. It's a lost cause this year. I say give Miller maybe eh, four more starts. Give Stoley maybe four or five more starts. Or give Stoli the rest of them. Doesn't matter to me. But give him more starts. That's all I'm saying. So, once again, Anthony Stolar's 46 saves. The Ducks record, as I mentioned. Their next game will take place Wednesday at the Shark Tank. The next two goals games will both be against the Ontario Rain Tuesday, which is tonight, in Irvine. And Thursday night at El Segundo. I'll for sure be covering both of those games. So if you want to follow along, follow this show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. Follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. So one other quick note before we go. I mentioned the shots on goal. 46 shots on goal to 21 for the Ducks. The power play was 0 for 2 for the Ducks, 0 for 5 for the Sharks. And I mentioned this. I alluded to this. With the Ducks being 0 for 2 in the power play, that means they are guess what? dead last in the National Hockey League in power play percentage. They're they're just really awful on the power play. I mean, I got to give it up to Jamie Drysdale, who did a good job on the power play, at least moving the puck. And defensively, I thought Drysdale had one of the better games that I've seen him play. Uh, He was out there just knocking loose pucks around. He was great on defense, including a couple of plays where he was kind of pinching and made the right decision on a 50-50 puck. Um, He poked a puck away on the blue line. He deflected a Timo Meyer shot that I thought could have been in the net. So just want to give a shout to Jamie Drysdale. He has looked extremely good the past few games, and I wouldn't be surprised if we have seen the last of Jamie Drysdale in a goals uniform in juniors. Drysdale is here to stay, and at least he's getting the playing time for it. So back to the power play. With New Jersey scoring a power play goal recently, and same with the Detroit Red Wings, that means the Ducks have a 10.8 power play percentage. That is good enough for last place. The next two teams above them, Detroit at 12%, New Jersey at 13.9%. Well, what does that mean? That means that even if the Ducks score on their next power play chance, they'll go up to 11.8%. They'll still be in last place in the NHL if they score another power play goal in the next few games. That's how bad it is. Penalty killing at least looked good last night. But then again, most of that was Anthony Stolars. They're up to 19th in PK. They're not in the bottom 10 anymore. Hip, hip, hooray. I, I guess. Hip, hip, hooray. So another note, Ryan Getzloff could be back on Wednesday, so we'll have to make sure and keep an eye out for that. Sam Carrick could be back down to San Diego as early as Thursday. He will not be playing in San Diego tonight, but Zegris will, so make sure to follow Twitter for all that. Uh, we're going to wrap up for today, but thank you all so much for listening. It is greatly appreciated please subscribe if you really love the program and be sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Rate and also follow Twitter once again, LO underscore Ducks JD is my personal Twitter and you could hear this podcast or any of the other podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Stitcher, Odyssey which is A-U-D-A-C-Y and in case you missed it, go back and watch the Draft Day special that was on YouTube and be sure to check out Locked on Fantasy NHL. Be a waiver Wire winner and check out the Locked on Fantasy NHL podcast. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And please, please be safe out there. Wear a mask. Be kind to one another. And ducks fly together.